Blog Talk Radio. George Gamon, and welcome to the November 14th Wednesday show. Okay, so what's so significant about today? Well, simply put, tomorrow is November 15th. Duh. It's my birthday. You know, it's one of the most significant days in human history. Well, at least from my point of view, it is, but okay, I'm just playing with you. Okay, but it is my birthday. So, birthday, I say that correctly. I don't slur it, hopefully. Which means I won't be here tomorrow. Oh, I don't. Oh, ah, no, come back. Yes, okay, well, I'll be back on Friday to do Friday's show. So, but today we're going to talk about respect. What do you think about that word, respect? You know, what got me thinking about that is I was reading something about respect, or actually I was starting to write something about respect. And the first thing that really came to me was this idea of earning respect. Do we really earn respect? I mean, your opinion. Now, if you want to call in, if you want a message from your ancestors, let's do that. Let's. I want to. I want to give you a message from your ancestors. Now, I do three things that I consider to be the most important things I can do, the things I love to do, and so one of those is giving you messages from ancestors or famous people who have passed. That I love to do that. And, and I feel really comfortable in doing that because I'm not giving you messages from some spirit guides or whatever. It's really from those that you are attached to or know of you and, you know, and, and have moved on. But they're watching you. They're observing you. Your family is in the non-physical world is paying attention to you. So that's one thing I love to do. The second thing I like to do, which I do almost every show, is channel messages from my spirit teachers. Now, I would love to do that for you individually or as a group. Channel Sarah, which is a group of spiritual teachers uh, and whatever topic. That's that's the second thing I love to do. Well, actually, there are four. <laughs> They're all interrelated at some level because it's all about channeling material. Okay, and the third thing that I like to do is lead or help people with therapeutic meditations. I'm a clinical hypnotherapist. I prefer to do it in a meditative state and help you to resolve the beliefs, the false beliefs, the beliefs that you carried forward that are limiting you from getting what you want. So, you know, there's, and then channeling messages for you or individuals or groups, actually getting messages from the non-physical entities. You know, they're family members, right? Okay, those loved ones, those who do you, doing therapeutic meditations. And then the fourth would be writing. Writing or presenting videos or doing some kind of mass communications. That's probably the four things I love to do. And so if I can help you with any of those. Now, the fourth one, yeah, if you have a better radio show for me to be on, love to do that. But I'm working on my book. Hopefully I'll be finished soon. I, You know, I, I set my target at this first book because I've been writing it for a long time but never really put it into book form it's always been in short articles and things like that and, you know blogs of some kind 
but I'm getting to the point because my goal is about 70 pages and I'm pretty close to that. So that's my first goal is to finish it up. But it is channeled. I write channeled material at Spirit Flow Through Me and write for you. So we're going to talk about respect today. Back to, back to the word respect. But maybe I should start my show with my spirit teachers talking to you about respect. They started to when I was writing, but I got a little distracted this morning in my writing on the subject. But now I can do it and present to you their basic thoughts on respect. And then we'll go from there. And I have a nice article about ways to earn or earn respect. Now, here's the, here's the key thing. I, and I use the word earn respect. Earn to me means that you're paying something, you're giving something, you're doing something to gain respect. It, it it indicates to me that you're doing something very conscious to gaining respect from other people. I don't know if you agree with that or not, but that's how I get it. But to gain respect, and as the article gets in, it's just in, in your day-to-day life, living habits, having habits, and I'm probably taking away from my spirit group here, but the spirit teachers on this, but it's having having habits. It's 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 your your daily habits, and we'll get into the daily habits that gain you respect, because you're not making a conscious effort. I think there's something about trying to gain, having a conscious effort to have respect, that it it doesn't feel as sincere to me as living your daily life, and having beliefs and habits that gain respect because people notice you and they go, oh yeah, whatever. So we'll get into 21 different ways, unless you have some other ideas on that. But for right now, I'm going to go away, let my spirit teachers talk to you, the Sarah group. Maybe they'll touch on something else. I don't know. We're going to start off talking about respect. Well, let's, let's, let's delve into respect for yourself. Having respect for yourself. So what can you do in your life to show respect for yourself? You know, think about it. When you're respecting yourself, you want to be emotionally and physically in balance. Emotionally and physically and spiritually healthy, in a good place. Feeling good about yourself, feeling good about what you present to the world, feeling good about how you feel on a daily re- – say, if you're eating – and we're not going to pick on you too much on this because we know a lot of people do it, and this is not really a judgment. It's just a how to respect yourself more. If you eat are eating foods, let's say non-nutritious foods, and you make it a constant eating eating of junk food, as you call it, but you know that that's not something you should be doing. You should be eating a balanced diet. You should be eating the fruits and vegetables and the proper amounts of protein in your life and drinking plenty of water and some things and avoiding certain things which are self-destructive. That's showing respect for yourself by doing that. But if you're not, no, there's two ways to think. If you're ignorant of or not knowledgeable enough how to eat properly and that what you're eating and drinking and taking into your body is self-destructive, that's one thing. But if you're aware of it, that smoking cigarettes is not healthy for you and it's not respecting your body, then you need to stop. You know, in your society, 
people smoked cigarettes for a long time, many, many years, and they didn't realize the harmful effect. I mean, they may not have liked the smell, and, but they didn't realize, oh, wow, this is really going to cause me physical damage. So you learn to respect yourself by looking into what you're eating and taking into your body so that you can respect who you are to keep your body in healthy form. Same thing mentally. And and the mental is probably a little bit more of the awareness of what are you taking into your thought patterns? What are you reading and watching and observing in society? Now, George has an article that touches a little bit on this, but think about that. Are you respecting yourself if everything you observe and everything you read and everything you watch is negative? And it depresses you, and it makes you feel anxious, and it makes you feel frustrated, and it makes you feel a little bit out of control. Are you really respecting yourself by doing that? And that one's pretty easy to identify and go, hmm, that doesn't feel good. Thinking about that and spending a lot of time on that just doesn't feel good. So, Respect yourself and be show yourself love, show forgive yourself, forgive others. So that's ways of respecting yourself to avoid that. Now spiritually, you might want to say the same thing. It really does have to do with a lot with your belief system. Is your belief system contrary to love? Is it contrary to love? Are you loving yourself? Are you loving society? Do you have love? Or are you angry all the time? Are you angry at God or the universe? Are you angry at other people's practices? Does your belief system, your spiritual belief system, foster love? Love for everyone, unconditional love for everyone. Or does your spiritual system, your belief system, foster jealousy, anger, frustration, vengeance, all those negative, you know, does it judge people? So what is your belief system? So respecting yourself, would, you would first of all want to physically respect yourself, being aware of your body and what is benefiting your body and what's adverse to your healthy living. Second thing is your thoughts. With the words, the materials you take in, are they negative? Are they positive? Are they thoughts and ideas that inspire you and inspire others or that they drag you down? Are you constantly taking information that's depressing, that's causing you anxiety, that's causing you frustration, that's causing you worry? Or are you taking in information and guidance that's uplifting, that's positive, that's building building on your future? Then the third thing is your spirituality. What are your spiritual beliefs? Are they based around love? Are they based around forgiveness? Are they based around kindness? Are they based around generosity or are they based around vengeance, judgment, fear? Do you have a fear-based belief system? Is your spiritual practice based around fear or is it based around love? Think about that. So that's how you can respect yourself. There's just ways of respecting yourself. So think about that. Well, we will uh, thank you. Thank you for listening and we will be back. We will wish George a happy cycle around the sun (laughs) another year older but another glorious year ahead thank you for listening bye
Okay, so that's what we're talking about today is respect. And so I have an article on respect, and I have a few minutes, and I'll take a call. I'm not sure. Yeah, um, yeah, we are talking to ancestors also, so I always like to drop that in. If you want a message from an ancestor about a topic in your life, we can do that. But that was a good point about respecting yourself. I think spirit really, my spirit teachers really got into the the nuts and bolts of respecting yourself. Because you can't, if you don't respect yourself, how can you respect others? And how can you gain respect if you don't respect yourself, right? At least that's what I think. Okay, let me take a call, then we'll jump into an article on, well, there's 21 ways, but a couple of them I wasn't too excited about, so I'll probably do about 19 or 20, maybe if we have time. And uh, somebody's bugging me, so we'll leave that, let, let that go. Okay, so where am I at? Oh, oh way back here. Okay, we'll take a call. Seven one four area code. Hello. 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 Can you hear me? Okay. Hello. Okay, I'm not hearing you. So, hello. Are you calling into my blog podcast? Yeah. Yeah. You're you're cutting out a lot. Okay, hello? I am going. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, I can barely hear you. There's noise in your background. Oh, hi. How are you? I'm I wasn't doing sure well. if you were talking to me or talking to somebody else. <laughs> no, I'm talking to you. Oh, how's it going? Thank you for answering my I'm... call. Yes, and who am I speaking to? My name is Bo. What's what's going on, Bo? I have a couple minutes, so let's. let's okay, uh, I was just wondering, uh, do you do you have any tips for someone who's uh, had a stroke and maybe how to heal from some of the um, from the damages left over? Uh, you know Physical? what? That's a little. I have to be really careful with that sort of thing because I'm not a medical professional, sure, and. Sure. It, and and you know anything that you need to sp- whoever needs to speak to their doctor on this particular thing, but from a from a spiritual and and I was just reading about this and so it's something you might want to visualization helps a lot visualization of of whatever is not working properly let's just put it the way a person has a stroke and there's limitations on the body correct speech arm movement whatever okay so. What they have found effective is forms of visualization to visualize whatever part of that body is not functioning properly, along with physical therapy and everything else that you would do in a, in a, in a medical way, but also visualization of the thing, you know, whatever. Let's say your arm is not visualizing it doing what it's supposed to be doing, basically, and constant okay. visualizations. The other thing you can find really interesting, and I've read this also recently, that if it's you or somebody else, if you're trying to re-engage certain parts of your body that aren't functioning well, watch videos of people who do it. Watch people who do it properly because your brain actually learns how to redo things by observing others, believe it or not. So that's how it's so, a language. Okay, go so ahead, keep going, it, sorry. So it's it's observing others who do that. So if you have if somebody is a um, 
physical therapists observe how they move their body and observe the movement of the body. And then you're really reprogramming your brain to follow suit, to model that guidance. But I've got to go because we're talking about something totally different today. But that's this is a couple of things that I picked up recently about the subject. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Uh-huh. Well, bye. That's kind of that was kind of a different direction. I guess that's respecting yourself. You want to get back into physical shape, right? Okay, respecting your body. Okay, so there's there's an article from life life lifehack.com. Uh Jessica Labud Labud is the author and I'm not sure. I don't know Jessica, but I, I like the article and some of the points are really valid. So let me comment on them as we go through it. And the first one is be relentlessly proactive. Don't always wait for direction from others. Show initiative, basically. Always showing initiative. Don't always wait for somebody to tell you what to do. And this applies to the workplace, but also applies to family life, right? If you see the trash needs to be taken out, take out the trash. If you see something that's dirty in the house, clean it. You don't have to be told what to do all the time. You know when action needs to be taken. Okay, that's that's enough. So that's a, that's an interesting way because other people will respect you, and you're not doing it for respect because you but you're doing it because you just know it needs to be done, right? You and 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 you love other people. You love your environment. And you want to take care of your environment. Keep your promises. Ooh, yes. You ever met somebody who makes all these promises and never will keep their promises or hardly ever keeps their promises? No. So if you want to gain more respect from others, of course, keep your promises. Now, most of you will probably know all of all of these, and these are really reminders. These are reminders to think about, oh, yeah, I have. Yeah, I got to keep my promise. Yeah, did I keep my promise to that person? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. Okay. Stop apologizing. I like this. This is kind of an interesting thing. And and you ever notice anybody who's always apologizing? You, isn't that kind of frustrating? Ugh, there, there they go again. People who are constantly saying I'm sorry without giving a second thought are usually not the ones that are well respected. There is a time and place for apologies. It has to mean something. An apology really needs to mean something. It can't be just a flip it. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It really should mean something. So gain respect by being appropriate with your apologies. Uh, The next one I love. See, there's all these good points. And maybe we'll carry on with these on Friday, depending on how much time is left. And we can do that, too. But the next one I like a lot too, don't waste other people's time. We know that. You know, you're in line, it's the holiday season, and you get to the counter, and the person in front of you just drags all this stuff out and starts a discussion with the checker and has all the, oh, yeah, I forgot something. Oh, can you hold on for a minute? Don't waste other people's time. They're not going to respect you. You're not going to respect them if you do it. You're not going to gain respect because you're not being considerate of others. Okay, so it's if you respect others' times, you will respect yours. This includes not being late for appointments, not spending spending meetings talking about useless items, getting to the point fast, bringing up issues right away, being and making it easier for others to make decisions usually when they are busier than you. So get to the point. 
don't waste their time. You don't want to, you know, you ever had a boss? This meeting is going 30 minutes and we're getting it through it. And don't waste my time. I had a boss like that. Don't waste my time. That's not, that's not on point. Don't waste my time. Don't wait us waste our time. So you don't want to be one that wastes the whole group's time, right? No. Stop gossiping immediately. Well, I think you don't really have to talk about that one too much. Really. How about this next one? Hmm. Stop being too nice. Distinguish kindness from always having to do things for people. Trying to make everyone happy won't get you very far. Because you can't always make everybody happy. People have to be, happiness is an internal thing. Being a pushover is highly undesirable if your goal is to be respected. It doesn't have to be your goal, but just being a pushover, just you won't gain respect, right? No, not at all. If you're too nice to everyone all the time, some people might even think you're not genuine. That's a good point, isn't it? Hmm. You're too nice. You're not being real. You're, everybody say, be real. Don't, don't, don't be phony. Be real. So being real is not always just being, not always being nice. I mean, you don't have to be mean and angry, but you don't have to necessarily be trying to please people. Practice humility. You're not always going to be right. You're not the best at everything. <gasps> Duh. Oh, my. I, I'm not. You know, really. Oh, I'm not the best of anything. Really. I just, you know, I had a, people I've worked for were semi-joking, but you could tell that there was a little bit of arrogance in the fact of, oh, I made a mistake. Well, that's the first time for one of those, right? That's a little bit of arrogance, right? So, you're not always going to be right. You're not the best at everything. Every person you meet can teach you something. Confidence doesn't come from a place where you're the best. There's always somebody better, right? There's always somebody better. There's always somebody else who's going to climb to the top of the hill. Sports is that way, right? As soon as you say you're the world's greatest or the GOAT, greatest of all time, somebody will come along and be better. That's inevitable, or in the business world, or in music, or whatever your profession is, somebody will always come along and be a little bit better than you at something. So humility, just recognize you're not the greatest. This doesn't mean you're not good at something, and then you're excellent at something, and that you can accomplish something. It just means that, you know, a little humility. Have a moral code. May overlook it, this important little piece of advice. What do you believe in? What's important to you? You know, my personal life story was I was probably in my mid to late 20s, and I was raised in a a religious system, which I didn't really totally buy into. Yeah, well, yeah, completely. No. So I didn't have my own values, and I was accused of not having my own values. I didn't believe in anything. It's mostly because I was brainwashed into believing a group of beliefs that I didn't accept, you know. So – Establish your values. Know what your values are. Know what you believe in. Right? If somebody says, what do you believe in? What are your values? You should be able to just, boom, I got them. This is it. This is my values. And it doesn't make them right or wrong. It just made them might be different from somebody else. But people can respect you that you do have values. Right? And that you're not wishy-washy. Oh, maybe I'll believe this today. Tomorrow I'll believe that. Right? So have a value code. But the next one's really interesting because it ties in really nicely with that one is be open-minded. I have a value system, right? But but at the extreme other at, at the other extreme of having a moral code is remain open-minded. 
Being open-minded is not complicated, nor is it conflict with having a moral code. It simply means that you can acknowledge and still have much to learn, and you continue learning from others, even if you have a strong core belief system. You know, in society today, especially the political system, (laughs) people seem to have a set of values and moral code, uh, value code, but they're not open to other ideas. So be open to other ideas. Maybe that makes sense. Listen to people who don't totally agree with you and see if they make some sense. And maybe uh, you can adjust your your code a little bit, your values a little bit based on input from others and reading and kind of, yeah, that, that's a good idea. Let me, let, me, let me rattle that around for a while and see if I can apply that to my value system, right? So be open-minded. Be open to other people's opinions. And don't close off. Oh, I don't agree with them. You know, I don't agree with them. Not even hearing them out. And that's what happens in society a lot is we don't want to hear them out because I don't agree. First thing, uh, within the first sentence, we judge people. Well, that's not it. Okay. Think about that. Um, I think I'm going to skip down to number 12 on the list and just kind of move around a little bit because I didn't wasn't particularly into some of these. And we can talk more about this if you're interested. And I can post these on Facebook, I think. Yeah, I can share this on Facebook. Cool. Um, Yes, I did. So if you're with me on Facebook, just take a look at it and read it for yourself because I'm going to skip some and I'm not going to get through the whole article. Obviously, I'm not going to get... I like be inspiring, right? Just be inspiring. Well, then, see, am I still here? Sometimes this thing, oh, okay, it doesn't kick me off. Okay, I'm still live. I hear this little noise that says, oh, we might not be on live anymore. You can, you can be inspiring by talking to others about your passions and goals without holding back. You can be inspiring by endlessly encouraging others to follow their dreams, goals, and visions and showing that you have faith in them. Now, that's part of what I do. That's my job, is to help you, to inspire you. And remember, remember we talked about values, and we talked about beliefs. Well, sometimes your beliefs are holding you back from achieving your goals or being inspired or reaching your goals. So sometimes you have to – inspiring somebody else means that you have to help them to look at their belief system and what beliefs – might be holding them back from achieving their particular goals. Because sometimes they're very subconscious, and you don't even know you're practicing something that can hold you back from achieving it. So think about that. Okay, learn to say no. Ooh, that's a biggie, huh? Right? Don't feel guilty about saying no once in a while. (laughs) It depends on the person, right? Sometimes you could be saying no all the time because, well, various reasons. And this thing just went crazy on me again. I lost my load. I lost the sight. The internet does that once in a while, doesn't it? It just kind of dumps you off and says, oh, you, you've been on this site too long. Okay. Um, what were we at? Being inspiring. Okay, so just be inspiring. Learn to say no. Okay, we're talking about learn to say no. So sometimes you get you, you can't take on everything. You just can't. So sometimes it's good just to say, you know what, I can't take anything on anymore. Um, 
you know, I'm overwhelmed or I'm getting close to being overwhelmed. And so I have to say no for right now. I just have to say no. I here you might want to talk to this person because they can help you. Okay, right? Don't believe in, don't believe the self talk because we get this little negative voice in our self, head sometimes. Our ego gets a little self talking and it kind of puts us down and makes us feel like I'll never be any good, right? No, stop that. I'm I'm gonna blitz through these real quick. Believe in your ideas. Believe. Don't disregard your ideas, even if they seem funny, weird, or unorthodox. Embrace your creativity and follow through with your ideas. If you follow through, you will achieve something great. You have to assume at some level that your ideas are coming from a higher source, your higher self, that you're being inspired inspired by the universe, by source, to come up with an idea that follows along with who you are to do something. So don't disregard your ideas. You know, one thing you could do is keep a journal, write them down, write down these ideas and then go back to them and go, Hey, I, yeah, that's, that's great. I got to develop that one a little bit more. Uh, there's a bunch of other things that we can talk to a few other points, but we'll just let it go for right now. I think the last point is control your emotions. Just, you know, there's a time to be crying. There's a time to be sad. There's there's an appropriate time and place to express certain emotions. But doing it all the time and doing it inappropriately at the wrong locations, in the long, wrong settings, you're not going to gain respect from others. You're going to actually lose respect because you're not in control of yourself. So be in control. Be in control of your emotions. Know when it's a time and place to express some certain emotions. Okay, we're done. I'm going to be back on Friday. Uh, tomorrow's my birthday. Won't be here. Have fun. Enjoy you guys. Enjoy the rest of your day. I love you guys, and I am out. Sorry, can't take any more calls. Out of time. Love you. Be well. And we will talk on Friday. Tomorrow, I'm going to have some fun, I think. Yeah. <laughs>